welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about double conspiracies and scientist mysteries. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Those things almost rhymed. <laughs> this week on Forever Canon, I shook my head too hard. Now it hurts. We're going to cover chapters 13 through 16 of Fate of the Jedi, book 7, Conviction by Aaron Alston. And this week, I think I'm still getting bored of this book but we'll find out first bump 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 previously on forever canon Teselda is centuries old aaron breaks the fourth wall lackerson attends secret villain con too luke learns force hypnotherapy storm's coming and vistara saves a baby <laughs> that that was uh, that was last week. I know what that quote's from too. <laughs> Storm coming. <laughs> that was last week. This week, storm's done. We start with chapter thirteen, the Senate Building on Coruscant, where Han and Leia are fulfilling their role as negotiators between the Jedi and Chief Dalla, as was stated several books ago mm-hmm. and we of course knew was going to come to fruition the whole time even though nobody's actually acknowledging that that was the setup at all here they are nonetheless right does that make han a general no because she didn't have to force him to do it if she was going that to that was the threat is you do me this favor or I'll make you cuz I can <laughs> <laughs> And then it gets worse because you're back in active military duty. I'd do whatever the hell I want after that. Right? You will be put on a ship somewhere, somewhere. But none of that is ever mentioned again. Mm-hmm. And Han and Leia sit down to chat with Dala, and it's not really going great, eh? No, not at all. Nope. Uh, the, the, the people in the room, to be clear. Yes. Wynn, Dorvin, Natasi Dala, Han and Leia. And Dala calls Jason and Tahiri Sith. Mm-hmm. Leia calls Dala Palpatine. Yep. And I just don't know if this negotiation's going great. But it's not maybe supposed to, right? No, and she, Dala is sounding a lot like Palpatine in a lot of the things she says. She has been for a while. Mm-hmm. But the two of them exchanging barbs is scary. Like, it makes me nervous that, like, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Something really bad is going to happen. But we cut to, right away, that's right, cut to R2-D2 and C-3PO going undercover, Tim. Yeah, ninja spy stealth mode. Oh, my God. They have new paint jobs and fake restraining bolts. 3 pos orange, and R2-D2's just black and white <laughs> instead of blue and white. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's good enough, I guess. 3PO, of course, is panicking, and R2 is, of course, riling him up. Classic robo folks. They make a delivery to Siha, aka Sila. Not a good fake name. Her fake name is S E L A. Her real name is S E H A. She moved three letters. Three. She moved one letter, three spaces. Yep. Hey, that is a terrible fake name. But it's close enough that if she won't forget it. 
Is that what we, is that what we're worried what we're about with our it. undercover Jedi that they're gonna forget their secret names? She's new to knighthood. She better get her shit together if that's the case. Get her sheetla, sheetla, sheetla mm-hmm. together. Not a good fake name. Okay. Anyways, we cut to Siha Sila finishing this delivery that R two D two and C three PO started of fake tools, which is actually a bunch of stuff. For Kip and Okta. They pop out of their coffin-shaped hidey holes, and they begin to subterfuge. <laughs> yep. Uh, Put together their lightsabers and all that stuff, because it's all like it's like parts and stuff that yep. they can... And we cut to half an hour later, good old Aaron. Did it say that? I missed that completely. It sure as shit did. <laughs> I missed that. Half an hour later, engine smoke show, and the masters sneak off. Siha slash Sila leaves. I like Siha but way better. It's such a bad fake name. Yeah. But, you know, they they did their thing. Han and Leia are distracting Dala with negotiations that are really not intended to go anywhere. 3PO and R2-D2 paint themselves and go undercover to deliver a toolbox that's really full of supplies that Siha finishes delivering inside the ship that they all snuck in that was back on the planet where they helped Luke Skywalker. That looks like the ship that they don't all know On about. On Peter. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so, blah, blah, blah. Kip Durin and Octoramus are in the Senate building now with their stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chapter 14. Wilderness. Nom Corios. <laughs> They're not usually that vague. <laughs> Vistara is... Growing as a character. Mm-hmm. After all this time with Ben and Luke and people other than Sith, her worldview is expanding and changing. They are flying somewhere looking for something. Yeah. They're we're... in a shuttle and she's on a data pad type. I don't honestly, I don't know what the hell they were really doing until the end of the thing. Anyways. She's on a dad pad trying to write a letter to her papa mm-hmm. to process all this in new new feelings and new information. Uh, she gives us the metaphor of herself being the strong, rigid redwood oak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, strong enough to bear any weight, but, but easily uprooted by a strong enough wind. And Ben Skywalker being the, the flexible, flim-flammy like birch or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, that classic metaphor. And, oh, maybe weakness isn't actually weakness. Maybe vulnerability is actually strength and blah, blah, blah. She's coming into the light, Tim. Yeah, right? she's she's working things out. She's Her perspectives are changing. Yeah. And I think to, to make the point even bigger and more impactful, the way that she's processing this is by writing a letter to her dad that she's never going to send. Mm-hmm. She's not like, you know, write a list, I don't know, pros and cons or anything like that. She's not pretending to write a letter to her her one friend. Is he still alive? Did that Kashiri guy get killed? I think he got killed. I think he got killed like right away. Um, you know what I'm saying though, mm-hmm. right? To drive the impact home even more, it's her writing a letter to her dad. She's coming into the light. But anyway, we go into another cave mm-hmm. where Luke, Ben, and Vistara meet with a Master Nen, tell him about Avaloth. Everybody's got to know. It's a big problem. What's the plan? Hide in the Force. 
They go to this Theron list, this group of Theron listeners. We got to find them to warn them about Abeloth because they're so potent in the force and the weird crystal connection. There's, they're in danger. They're such a threat. Not so. They're not a threat. They are so threatened by Abeloth being here because they're so potent in the force that she'll definitely take advantage of them and use them and twist them and corrupt them. Right. Mm-hmm. And. You know, that's bad yeah, because their force requires them to be constantly open to it and not even more so control over the crazy storms and stuff like mm-hmm. if you can make all these people start doing things that are bad for the rest of the people it's a lot of control that you've now all of a sudden supplanted just like you did back on Peter with the fallen assy and just like you did well she didn't do that did she that was the Sith just like the Sith did Back on Dathomir with the Night Sisters, where they, you know, they infiltrated them and had them sell themselves out and blah blah mm-hmm. all that jazz. Now, the plan is hide in the Force. You're gonna hide from Abeloth. You're gonna. That's the plan. We're gonna teach them how to hide in the Force. Yeah, I think it's it's less that they're actually gonna be able to be hidden, but be able to close themselves off because normally they're just so open to it all the time. Yeah. So they're less susceptible to and being I guess invaded. There's really no other option. They're not going to leave. Yeah, no, they all so, outright said no to that. So hide in the force and we'll teach you how to do it. Even, even, even Vistara is going to help. She volunteers. Yeah. Nobody asks her. She's, She's Finds herself volunteering and then mm-hmm. is surprised. And then just like rationalizes the, it the after. Baby saving. Yeah, right? She always has to do that backpedaling of, well, I mean, it's most strategically advantageous to be pretending to be a good, uh, that's why I'm doing good things. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how she keeps uh, rationalizing everything to herself. But, you know, it's not just Luke, Ben, and Vistara handing information over. This Master Nen has news for us, too. There's a murdered lady and a missing scientist and just so much fridging, the kids call it, which is when the impetus for action in your story is murdered, tortured, or troubled women. This is the third time in 14 chapters. First was... We were on the ship of pirates and, oh, the pirate's daughter is having a bad time. And then we have to take action and then that leads us to our next goal. And then we got to go downstairs to the girl on the geode clamshell and look at her dreams because she is in danger and she will die and blah, 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 right? To get to our next Mm -hmm. path. And now, well, a a lady's been murdered, wouldn't you know? It's so old misogyny. I think the doctor is a guy. Yeah, the missing scientist. Guess why he's not dead? <laughs> so he ain't a woman. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd both be dead. And that I'm not even fucking kidding. Like, it's just such a bad trope of old, narrow-minded thinking. And it's not. I'm not saying that to be overly judgmental. You know, people grow up being taught by people who grew up being taught by people who believed way worse shit, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 hand me down improvement and trickles and degrees. Yeah, but nonetheless, three times in the story, the impetus for action has been a lady in danger, damsel in distress. 
are we not way, way beyond that with the scope of danger in this story already? Yeah. I mean, but it keeps happening. I don't know. It keeps spurring us to action, though. Yeehaw, Tim. (laughs) Chapter 15. Quarters of the Galactic Empire head of state. Coruscant. Okay, way too long. Way too long of a one. Way too long of a one. Quarters of the Galactic Empire, head of state, Coruscant. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine words. So somewhere in between wilderness and that? Well, you can be specific and still succinct. Chief of state's quarters, Coruscant. It's not even chief of state. It's it's Jag's, Jag's bedroom. Yeah. Coruscant. <laughs> like, because cause it's... it's uh, apparently him just making up for no one else using the location tags, right? Like we talked about. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? Jaina is here. Jaina and Jag are, want to guess, having a cuddle. Mm-hmm. Not cool. I'm going to say, let me just pre-interrupt you. Mm-hmm. And let me say why this is not cool. Because she hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. She hasn't done anything with a sense of agency or direction or choice or she hasn't done anything Mm -hmm. in several books sort of now and then of course the first time we see her again cuddling on the couch with her boyfriend i understand part of what we're doing is moving looking forward to the trilogy that is supposed to be Jaina's trilogy right after this this nine book series the next big commitment is supposed to be Jaina's story and obviously one of the big conflicts in that is going to be her and Jag's relationship. So we're setting a lot of groundwork for their relationship. And that's why they're having all these cuddly moments. And she climbs on his lap in this chair in his office and hiding in his walls and shit like that. Right. It's okay to a point, but she has to do other things. Yeah. She has to do a things. <laughs> yeah. She's been a part of a couple little, little space things. She was part of a negotiation that she said, yeah, she set some Sith free on Klaatuin. Yeah. Because, you know, goddamn the dog people. Like, yeah, she's only done a couple little things. The only thing that she I'm going to... Sith pirates. I'm going to say is better about this scene than previous ones with her and Jag. And you're not wrong, so go ahead. Is they're not fighting. They're like, yeah, we can't, we can't tell each other this, but yeah. that's okay. It's a whole scene about them not sharing secrets of their very highly classified lives. Yeah. But, you know, agency first, relationship after. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit going on. There's a lot way to more do. Important. A lot to do. Anyways, they can't share their secrets with each other. But it is, you're right, a way more romantically endearing scene yeah. than we have had between them, which is the fake it's a it's a lot healthier than the, the fake last conflict that they should have never had to begin with because mm-hmm. this is what they should have had an obvious understanding of to begin with. Yeah, this should have been the last scene that Not they had. Jaina gets mad because you don't sneak the Jedi off the planet. Yeah. Anyways, cut to next seventeen kilometers away. So specific, a deadly seventeen kilometers, no doubt. <laughs> seventeen kilometers. 17 kilometers away from Jag's apartment where we get a guy on a couch less nice than Jag's couch. Why are we breaking the fourth wall again? It's the exact same kind of comparison that Mm -hmm. was in the last episode. 
where it's talking about Luke's the quality of the shuttle. Luke t- took down a non Corios and the, from the perspective of people on Coruscant who don't know that that happened. Why does this person 17 kilometers away from Jag's couch know about Jag's couch or even is thinking about it? Mm-hmm. Right. He has no reason to. If it were a person, if we cut to Leckerson being like, this couch isn't as nice as Jag's couch, that's a great connection. That's a really cool scene connector, right? Yeah, it's Because he knows Jag and he's been in his office and probably his personal quarters or has at least scouted them out spy-wise because he's trying to kill his ass, right? Yeah. This guy, Javin Tulis, doesn't know Jag. Nope. You know who he knows? Siha Sila, because this is the person that she took out on a date. And wouldn't you know it, he's arrested. <laughs> yep. After in the uh, the end of the last chapter, someone when she takes off, she's like, ah, everything went great. Yeah. Yeah. No. And she's like, I'm sure that won't ever come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> Cut to J- Javon Tulis is arrested for dating Siha Dorvald. Yeah. For conspiracy to commit murder. That's intense. Because, and we'll get to it. Yes. Cut to thousands of protesters are outside Dalla's office while we have a big old meeting. Han and Leia, Dalla and Dorvin, Jackson and Perova. Three teams, three separate teams. Two of the teams are bad guys. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a nice even split. Yeah, 50 50. Yeah. Han and Leia are good. When Dorvin's a good guy teamed up with a bad guy, Dalla. And Jackson and not Bramson, Perova are up to no good at all. Yeah. And I think so that's actually kind of a really interesting mix for this. And movie. I think Dalla wanted to do good and ended up going bonkers. And this would, yeah, I agree. And that'll be like, that'll be something that's like a full series wrap talk about what the hell happened to her. <laughs> yeah. But in this scene, this would be a really, really cool scene to jump perspectives. Mm hmm. To see what General Jackson is thinking while Han and Leia are talking, or see what Wynn Dorvin's thinking while Dalla's talking, sh- just batshit threats out of her side of her mouth, right? Mm-hmm. But what is this meeting for? Dalla wants to know where Siha Dorvald is because apparently she poisoned General Jackson, Admiral Perova, and Moff Leckerson. Huh. Which we know is false. Mm hmm. She did not do that. She had a fake smoke show on her ship and a false blown engine to sneak two Jedi off. But poisoning people is not the Jedi way. It's very confusing for Han and Leia. And Dalla's assertion, that was good, mm-hmm. is that Siha <laughs> Dorvald has gone bonkers, right? Yep. She must be crazy if she's trying to poison people because I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, she says specifically. I'm going to give the Jedi the benefit of the doubt that they haven't resorted to outright murdering people. (laughs) And I'm just going to assume she's gone crazy. So give me the crazy. And they have no idea where she is or what she's been up to. Han and Leia have no idea what she's talking about because that's not part of the plan. And that definitely wasn't Seahaw Dorvald. And so, you know, that genuine uh, flabbergastation yeah. <laughs> gets to play off. Yeah, it's genuine. As not knowing anything about anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, ooh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. 
Dala thinks another Jedi has gone crazy and in the Senate building tried to poison several people. That's That can't be good. Temporary benefit of the doubt, though. We cut to Han and Leia reporting to the Masters. The conclusion is, quote, I believe this comes from Saba. Mm-hmm. Leckerson and Jackson, find the connection, find the motive. There you go. Somebody is finally on to these dinks. Yeah. Like, because they seem like kind of bumbling fools. They've botched two assassination attempts already. Yeah. They tried to gas Jag in his flight simulator. <laughs> they tried to murder everybody on family dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should be laughing at that. <laughs> but anyways, like, they suck. Or are they trying to suck on purpose? I don't know. To set up bigger and better things to destabilize, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's trust in one another even more. Dala and the and the GA security, Dala and the fleet, you know, uh, the the Empire and the GA and the solos in the Empire and all that. There's a, There's a lot of Venn diagram overlapping of relationships, right? Yeah. So maybe they are just just missing the mark on purpose. You know, it's to cause chaos. Mm-hmm. Quite kind of the same way Jason grasped all that power was in the chaos of violence, mm. of threats of violence. Yeah, and everybody's maybe, scrambling to keep up. Or maybe they're just totally stupid. And Saba's thing here at the end of this, yeah, is a little. She wants she wants um, Leia specifically. Yeah, the second part of the plan. First uh, yeah. part of the plan is. Figure out Leckerson and and, uh, and and Jackson. And the second part of the, the second plan, part is Leia. Go talk to Siha and get her to turn herself in for attempted murder. Make sure you can convince her to turn herself in for attempted murder. Cool, 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 cool. Cut to Dala accepts her new bad guy security team from Admiral Perova. No costumes necessary. No, the plan is working. The, the bad guy is plan working. is working. Oh my god, my security is so bad that a crazy Jedi got in here and almost poisoned all your best friends that I don't know are your best friends. <laughs> and so I'll take your advice and take your new security team. No costumes necessary. Chapter 16. Chleg Shul. I'm curious. <laughs> I like it now. Luke, Ben, and Vistara are investigating the office of missing science guy, Dr. Wee. Dr. Way? I don't know. W-E-I. They're investigating his office. He's missing. Ben and Vistara are definitely not a couple, Luke says. So that's good. Ben finds a spooky drawing under the guy's bed. Some kind of creepy bug-on-neck experiment. I don't like it. Yeah, no. It's like he's plugging the bugs in to see how long it takes to suck a person dry or whatever. But... Also, it empowers the person. It was something about powering people up. Yeah. And finding the striking the balance between powering them up and keeping them alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. Like some obviously just evil mad scientist shit, right? But I don't like it because it's creepy bug stuff. Anyways, they find this information in the scientist's office. They're there with the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> and... He lets them borrow his space van so they can go head out 483 very specific kilometers while Aaron indulges his ship love for a few paragraphs as, well, ship shows up. Yeah, and this guy's prize vehicle is the dumbest looking bright yellow tie shuttle. Which is an advertisement. 
Yeah. To vote for him. Yeah. Vote space, whatever his name is. Vote. Snaplow or whatever. Oh, yeah. His name is so bad, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's the name of his shuttle. That's why I didn't write it down. Yeah, and his shuttle's in some shit, because here comes ship. Launching cannonballs at our team, as he loves to do. And I love ship. And I kind of love, actually, that I just realized he fights like an old wooden ship. Yeah. He launches metal cannonballs. Yeah, he watches... At supersonic speeds. But... Yeah, he launches them magnetically or whatever, like... He's just... Sh- he's shooting cannonballs in a... In a... Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, all right, I love ship. Anyways... Uh, Luke and Ben and Vistar are trying to fly, fly 483 kilometers to this guy's hidden location. Meanwhile, ship is attacking them. And then the orbital bug guns that are up in orbit start blasting away at them too because you're not supposed to go that fast. It looks like you're trying to leave the planet. That can't be allowed because we have bugs that will destroy the entire galaxy here. Yeah. Stop your maneuvers immediately. Luke, Ben, and Vistara are outmatched in a fun chase scene. And quote, the shuttle began to tumble out of control. As Luke fades to gray. They're getting shot by turbo lasers, shot by cannonballs, and life is hard when you can't use the force, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he actually, Luke brings that up. He's not used to piloting with just his skill. Wow. He's got to use it. He's so used to using the force. Sucks to suck, buddy. Can <laughs> these regular people survive? Find out next week. When we cover Fate of the Jedi, Book 7, Conviction, Chapters 17 through 20. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Hey, I saw Jaina. All right. <laughs> For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a J Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at J Plazer. Check us out.